killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. appreciate you doing that hopefully that way if we can learn how to agree to disagree and we can live like people when I make the hard topics I say the hard things I make the thing itch scratch so if your itch is not scratching and you scratching on the itch maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror so I'm not here for no drama I'm not here for no nothing just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Before they hold another black man accountable. Baby girl, who held you accountable when you got pregnant by a married man that you knew was married already? You're in no position to talk about accountability. Not men won't hold other men accountable. But you had a baby to a married man. Somebody's husband. So you didn't have no respect for for their marriage, but you want her telling women, okay, but you're speaking to women from a side chick standpoint. Okay, okay. It makes sense. It makes sense. I'm a go. Okay, let me ask you this question. Sabotaging their program. How many nuclear weapons does Iran have as of today? Right now, I hope not. Okay, how many does Israel have? No idea. No idea? 
You were in the government. They don't tell you that stuff. No idea. Who do they tell? No idea. I'm telling you. I uh, never discussed it. But it's, it's irrelevant. It's between. You never discussed Israel's nuclear weapons. You can say that hand on heart. You've never discussed Israel's nuclear weapons. You're expecting us to believe that the Deputy Foreign Minister of Israel never discussed Israel's nuclear deterrent. Seriously, then. No. The experts say it's anywhere between 80 and 400. So what? So, so what? what? Yeah, so what? Has Israel ever so, Do you recognize the hypocrisy of Israel no. having a secret illicit nuclear weapons program that it won't open up its doors to and won't talk about and then lecturing everyone else in the region Absolutely about nuclear not. You know why? Absolutely. You talk about hypocrisy. There are certain characteristics that you look for in children before molesting them. In children, yes, but more I also looked at their families. If I thought the father was a threat, I would not approach the child. If I thought that the child had friends that he would tell, I would not approach him. So perhaps a, a, a child that doesn't really have a whole lot of friends, maybe not really a strong family, things like that. Yes, no spiritual values, um, weak in education, you know, needs help in many ways, um, even from uh, split parenting. You know, has a mother who may be having problems with the family, you know, well, here comes superhero in to help out, you know, wow, well, thank you very much. No problem. You ever need me to take him away for the night so you can have a night out? No problem. It works. Y'all better be paying attention. There's certain care. Let me ask you this. How, okay, I won't ask you how old. I will ask you how old you are, okay? Because you're young enough that it's probably not insulting to ask you. So, I'm 22, so I'm probably only naive, right? No, why aren't you 60? Why aren't you 60? Because it... Why can't you identify as 60? Why, what, what is the problem with you identifying as 60? You're right. Age is significantly less important than gender. You can't magically change your gender. You can't magically change your sex. You can't magically change your age. You can still legally change it. People will recognize You can't legally change your age, by the way. Obviously. You can change your name. You can change your sex. You can change your identity. Just because you can do things legally doesn't mean that they are correct biologically. You could do lots of things in the past that were incorrect biologically and correct legally. For a long period of time in the United States, sterilization of the mentally ill took place. That didn't make it okay. Skinner versus Oklahoma. Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote the decision. Can a woman say, I want to give the child up for adoption? Sure. Why can't a man? Because there is a child in the world and the mother's taking responsibility. No, but for let's say the child, there's a child. Let me just stay with this for a second. There's a child born. Mm -hmm. The man impregnated the woman. The woman bore the child for nine months, carried the child for nine months. Now the child is born. The woman says, I don't want to pay for that child. I don't want to spend time with that child. I've got to get on with my college, with my life or something else. I'm not ready to have a child. And so I'm giving it up for adoption. Is a woman allowed to say that? Yes. Even though there's a child in the world Very saying, I don't want responsibility. Not be responsible. If a right. woman can say, I don't want responsibility, yeah. is a man allowed to say, I don't want responsibility? Not, I, I think not if the woman is keeping responsibility for the child, then I think the man has to have some responsibility, me. minimally. Pardon me. You're, Why don't you're, you wait till I'm you're, finished? Your sexism, is, your sexism is showing. Male gametes. That's what makes me male. No. Your, your sperm don't make you male. Then what does? It's a constellation. In reality. In truth. Okay. Whose truth are we talking about? The same truth that says we're sitting in this room right now, you and I. No. You're not listening. If I, if I see a chicken laying eggs and I say that's a female chicken laying eggs, did I assign 
female or am I just observing a physical reality that's happening in the world? Does a chicken have gender identity? Does a chicken cry? Well, Does chi a chicken commit suicide? Let's frame it because you're talking, you're trying yeah, to... A chicken has sex like any, like any biological organism. A chicken has organism. an assigned gender, but a chicken doesn't have a gender identity. So we assign female to chickens when they lay eggs? That's a, we that's... assume they're female if they lay eggs. That right there will uh, go down for me as certainly one of the most outrageous uh, exchanges I've ever had with anybody. Can you imagine somebody having $32 million and this person has nothing and you can sleep? A new analysis shows the richest Americans, the top 1%, made nearly 20% of all the available income in America last year. There's no way people should own planes and their people don't have houses apartments shacks welcome to chart well i mean why have 52 rooms and you notice somebody with no room you say to people and say well they earned it but even if you earned it you still owe the game is rigged they've lent money to everybody except us they don't give a f about you it just don't make sense to me they don't give a f about you this world is such a gimme 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 more for themselves push 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 less for everybody else but i'll tell you what they don't want they don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't I want to thank every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all of this. It's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. They tried to muzzle me by not allowing me to speak. And when that didn't work, they tried to muzzle me with a mask. I would thank you all for allowing me to speak to you tonight, but you tried not to allow it. Yet here I am. Now you only give us 60 seconds, so let me get to the point. You are all child abusers. You prey upon impressionable children and indoctrinate them into your insane ideological cult. By imposing this vile nonsense on students to the point even of forcing young girls to share locker rooms with boys, you deprive these kids of safety and privacy and something more fundamental too, which is truth. If education is not grounded in truth, then it is worthless. Worse, it is poison. You are poison. You are predators. I can see why you try to stop us from speaking. You know that your ideas are indefensible. You silence the opposing side because you have no argument. You can only hide under your beds like pathetic little gutless cowards hoping we shut up and go away. But we won't. I promise you that. So the inspiration behind my video where I was telling women to keep their mouth off of black men came from a lot of women on social media that identify as lesbian that have dedicated their time. Uh -huh, in their life to oppress and and down and belittle black men but you don't you don't like black men but after four five and six kids now you identify as lesbian oh i don't i don't really feel like a lot of y'all are lesbians i feel like y'all difficult and you're using identifying as a lesbian to cover up that you are difficult but let's be real, sis. You difficult in the gay community too. Oh, okay, I said what I said, and my name is Shala Kimbia. If this is a really simple question, Counselor. Do you believe that cops kill unarmed black men in America every single day? You said it at Princeton. Senator, I said it in my role as an advocate. Oh, okay, you didn't mean it. Senator, I said it in my role as an advocate to make a rhetorical point. So, so when you say something that's, that's incorrect, it's okay to excuse it by saying, oh, I was being an advocate? What do you believe? Do you personally believe that cops kill unarmed black men every single day in America? Senator, I believe law enforcement have an important and challenging job in this country. That's not what you said, though, Counselor. 
and the difference I, I just between... think that's an extraordinary statement to make with no data to back up. No, none whatsoever. There's no basis for you saying that. And you knew it then and you know it now. How can someone possibly believe that you're going to be unbiased on the federal bench? But you, what you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood okay. and turn it into basically a costume that can be worn. So you can feel however you want. I mean, I could sit here and say that I feel like a tomato plant, but that doesn't mean that I'm actually in those things. So your, your self-perception, you can have whatever self-perception you want, but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade, this theatrical production. You don't get your own pronouns, just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own your own adjectives. You know, it's like if I were to tell you, my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. It makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. These are, that's, that's, that's grammar, that's language. It's delusion, it could be mental illness, it could be, a, it's, it's a lot of different things. With, with children, you know, there, there's also just a basic confusion. Your word is woman. Woman, can I have the country of origin, please? I, I don't, I don't, it, probably England or Germany or something. Woman. Um, can I have the definition, please? Uh, why don't you ask Judge One that question? Can I have the definition of woman, please? No. Why not? I'm allowed to ask for definitions, right? The... The thing is, a woman is the there. The a woman is 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 so what, a she's, woman. what she's trying to say is that each person gets to define for themselves what a a woman is. So can you define it? No. You are not. Thank Her you. Father. You should have just signed your name and you would have looked stupid. I must say to you that you cannot forget that the only reason this man ever thought and bonded with this baby he's never bonded was because he obviously did. When you cut a cord on a child as they are entering this world, a minute, you don't know anything about it, nothing. but obviously he did a minute, or he wouldn't be standing nothing. here today. My point is, is this is all you're doing. <laughs> What I'm saying to you is if he expresses frustration or if he's absolutely devastated that he wanted this child to be his, he thought it was, as a woman, at least say, Robert, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? For his playing video game? For what? For being a liar, for being a manipulator, for lying on your unborn child, for parading around and acting like you wanted to be in a marriage with this man when all the while you were looking for a substitution for the one you couldn't be with. I think that it's disrespectful to imply that as a black woman, I can't decide who I want to support um, when it comes to politics. And I think that this whole issue about being black and supporting Trump, you know, I have my reasons why I What's chose to, to excuse me, because y'all keep pushing this, this y'all keep pushing this, is this issue. JVN mentioned it about me being a Trump supporter. She mentioned it about me being a Trump supporter. And here's the thing. If, if JVN is saying that um, he wants me. He it. wants me to accept the fact that he's LGBTQA in his community. 
then that kind of goes both ways. You have to accept the fact that I supported a pro-life president. You have to accept the fact when have you that ever I seen me chose to be please name one get her time. online. We they got the video. I sent it in when you were online talking yeah. about me. You said I'm a dumb Trump supporting bitch. That's what you said. To be condemned for supporting the candidate of your choice. I don't believe in killing. Parents of America, this is something you need to hear from a former public school teacher. In my district, there was a teacher that called home and used the new pronoun and name that was being used on the school campus. This child had changed their gender at school, and when the teacher called home, they used the new pronoun and name. The parent did not recognize who that child was and had no idea that their name and pronouns were changed at school. Because of this incident, our administration instructed us to not tell parents when a child changes their pronouns or changes their gender at school. And considering that they are pushing on our kids the idea that there are 50 plus genders, this is alarming. It's time to pull your kids from public schools. I opened my own online school to help you do that. You can check it out at thinkexodus.org. Are transgender men real men? Do your penises make you more men than us? It's, it, part it's of not does. make them more or less. It's we're a, we're a biologically men. You're not a biological man. It's not a spectrum, it's so it's not, it's not a question that we can answer because you're saying on the spectrum, would this make us more of a man than you? But no, it's because we are a man and you guys aren't. Well, we're different So, so we're not men we're is, is, what you, is exactly what you just in, said. In my view, you guys are uh, appropriating the gender and you are living as a man but biologically you are not a man so, so to me it's not you can't say okay well what make does that make us more of a man that's not even a question to ask because you're not a biological man when it comes down to asking questions that make me start to change what the truth is and what the truth isn't putting it on a spectrum when it's an objective truth that's where i draw the line do you support infanticide, killing a child after he's born? I do not agree with the basis of that question. What's but the I basis? do believe that abortion is health care. Okay, so I'll take that as a yes, you do agree with infanticide. Do you agree if a healthy child is born, that is that woman's right to decide if it lives or dies? What I think is, based on your question, you have a very low opinion of pregnant people. Do the three of y'all favor doing away with the laws that's on the books if a mother is carrying a child and is shot? Is that murder? Is that homicide? Or should that be abolished too? Ms. Gray's first. I have no She's idea a lawyer. I am, and I used to think I was a good one, but I, I have I have no idea what law you're talking about. But what I what do I do you understand know, that if a I, mother is carrying a child and gets shot, charged with double homicide, killing two people, should that be be abolished or not one of the most dangerous times is being you're not the dominant narrative in america is white people are evil white people suck we should be ashamed of ourselves and i don't think we, we should are... be ashamed of ourselves i think that we should take responsibility for the system that we've created the best system in the world oh, we do not have the best system who in has the world? a better system there are many european countries that have are much better off oh than you us. mean like the european countries with a higher density of whites like Northern Europe. Uh, that's one way to phrase it, I guess. You don't mean Turkey. No. <laughs> you don't mean Eastern Europe no. with the communists. So the only time you can come up with a system that's better than America, it's a country that's more white than America. I don't I, understand. I don't know what to say to that, so. Like, 
The communist brainwashing in America is planned and deliberate. Don't believe me? Watch this. 43. The following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, When certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them after suitable buildups as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. You see what they're trying to do? Who's constantly labeling other people as fascists? This is all planned and they're especially going after our one of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview because it seems like it's well, going in a particular direction. Well, you're a medical professional. I am a medical professional. So you don't want to talk about the drugs that you give to kids or? Again, I'm a physician and I use medication. You're choosing exploitive words drugs I give to I'm, kids. I'm choosing a chemical word that was in a dictionary. That's not a correct term for puberty blocking. I, mean, I could like look it up on my phone, but I'm pretty sure if I looked it up. Like, you, you can look it up on your phone. It says medical definition, the administration of a drug to bring about a marked reduction in the body's production of androgens and especially testosterone. And I'm saying as a pediatrician who takes care of hundreds of these kids, when you use that terminology, you are being malignant and harmful. Apparently married? Yes. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. <clears throat> oh, you got to be kidding me. Ma'am, are you trolling me? No, I'm not. And you're married, and you're actually, you're actively on a platform with a million folks, actively talking about leaving your husband to get back with your ex. Because he's high value, and I felt like... She belongs to the streets. I've heard some pretty interesting things in a year and a half of doing this show, but um, you probably have to be the worst woman I've ever spoken to. What? Wow. Yeah. I've heard a woman that actually was going to leave her, but at least she waited for her husband to be in remission before she left him. Now, I was hoping you were trolling, but the more you talk, the more realistic you are. So I honestly hope whoever knows this woman's husband, make sure he watches this video. That night we watched Leah Thomas win a national title and blow all the other females completely out of the water. And there's extreme discomfort in the locker room. There's, you know, kind of these grumbles what, of- Is he wandering around the women's locker room? <laughs> yeah. When, and that's not something, you know, we were forewarned about, which I don't think is right in any means, um, changing in a locker room with someone who has different parts. Um, so they just set a dude loose in your locker room and didn't tell you? Exactly. And so I feel like to have that kind of forced upon us, so not only were we, you know, forced to race against a male, we were forced to, to change in the locker room with one. And so it's just this feeling of like, what is happening? Like, honestly, like, is this really happening? This 15 year old daughter was raped. She was raped in a bathroom by a boy wearing girls' clothes, and the Loudoun County School Board covered it up because it would have interfered with their transgendered policy during Pride Month. 
And that man, Scott Smith, because he went to a school board and tried to defend his daughter's rights, was condemned internationally. Do you apologize to Scott Smith and his 15-year-old daughter, Judge? Senator, anyone whose uh, child was raped as, uh, is a, the most horrific crime I can imagine and is certainly entitled and protected by the First Amendment to c protest to their school board about that. But he was cited is, by the school board association that's fine, as a domestic that's not, terrorist, which we now know that letter and those reports were the basis for your... No, this, no this is, Senator, this is that's wrong. Shameful. Judge, that's, this is shameful. This, here, this testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. Okay. That's not Th Thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You that should resign in disgrace, Judge. Who's what pronouns what, should I use? You should use they, them pronouns. So you saying that and you don't, if I don't me. what if I don't? If you don't, I would consider that disrespectful, and that's actually an act of violence to misgender a trans It's an act of violence. That is an act of violence to intentionally misgender someone, See, yes. Here we come to the issue, and this is why I'm out here. Um, you just said that's an act of violence. That means yes. it's an actionable offense. That means it's a crime. So you believe that for me... I didn't me, say it's a crime. I said it's an act of violence. An act of There's violence. There's a lot of things that are not considered crimes that are acts of violence. Okay, so you believe it's a non-aggressive act of violence. I think that... Okay, when you misgender someone, if you were to misgender a trans woman, yes, it, trans women, especially trans women of color, are the are have the highest rate of murder within the LGBT community, right? So if you were to intentionally misgender a trans woman, that could put her at risk of murder. You understand that because people think because I you're don't. trans. I don't understand. I'm I think sorry, that I don't really understand. does show that you're privileged in the situation then. Yes, I, I, think I believe we're both. I think I, you're extremely privileged in the situation that you don't have to experience that or that you don't have to worry about that. A lot of people just want to tolerate it and say this is fine. Tolerate what? Tolerate what? Castration and double mastectomies for 13-year-olds? Well, yeah, no, seriously, oh, yeah. man. That's, that's crossed the line. That is not tolerance. In, in that is an inexcusable silence on the part of the majority, the vast majority, who knows this to be wrong in the deepest possible sense. Most of the bloody Nazi propaganda that led to the extermination policies at the beginning of World War II were predicated initially on compassion and tolerance. So this whole, we're being compassionate and tolerant, it's like, no you're not. You're aiding and abetting the surgical mutilation of minors. That is not compassionate and it's not tolerant. That's why we be talking shit about men, because y'all really ain't shit. Hi, I'm Shalakemia. Viewing this video, y'all heard just a clip, so let me take y'all back a few minutes. Um, something happened to her car, two women came and helped her push her car to the side or whatever, men were walking by, they didn't help her, that's why this video was made. But then at the end of the video, you talk about that's why women talk ish about men. Well, well, why would you expect a man to help you then? I'm confused. Why would you? Why? Why do women expect men that they do not respect to stop and help them? I need somebody to answer that for me. Why? You can't expect that. You just said this is why we sit around and we talk ish about y'all, but then you want a man to turn around and and jump and help you, baby. Listen, my son will not. My brother will not. Absolutely not. So you're saying if you're not a woman, then you shouldn't have an opinion. Where does a guy get a right to say what a woman is? Women only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? This is actually a genuine mistake. I am sorry I even came up there. 
So we keep seeing the viral video of the man who brought his child something to eat and the mom flipping out for no reason because he didn't bring the other kids something to eat. But see, this is my thing. How, what do you expect from a man and you talking junk to him to buy your kids something to eat? First of all, do you ask your other kids' fathers to do the same thing that you asking this man? Two, you saying that you didn't get your food stamps in on time but that's not my problem that you don't know how to grocery shop and stretch your food why are you not working with four kids why do you have four kids by different men in the first place and then expect for him to take on your responsibilities out of the mistakes you made those are your kids not his and i bet you she's still sleeping with one of the kids fathers that's not buying uh, the other kids food either see ladies this is why a lot of men do not want to mess with single mother. And if this doesn't apply to you, ladies, do not become this woman. And fellas, run away from these women like the plague. Black men hate us. Black men hate black women. That statement is absolutely false. It is not that black men do not like black women. Let me tell you something. Black women like that come on social media and spread that kind of toxic information because of their experiences with the black men they have come in contact with. You cannot come on here and make a general statement and say black men do not like black women because of your experiences with certain ones. Let me tell you something, as a black woman, I have been hurt by black men too. I don't feel like they, I don't feel like black men do not like black women. I don't feel like all black men are dogs and all black men are out to hurt me and all black men are no good. I don't feel like that. That's toxic. That's a toxic mindset. It's funny how Macy Gray can get labeled transphobic, but it was okay or it got brushed to the side when Saucy Santana and a lot of gay men, not all, say how they can teach real women how to be women. Like, I agree with her 100%. Like, okay, you want me to call you a her or she and all of that. But at the end of the day, I still look at you as a man. Having hair, lashes, nails, and boobs don't make you a woman. Another thing, stop saying that your booty hole is a vagina and how we get wet. Baby, the only thing that's wet back there is spit or lube. The only thing that's coming out of it is you taking a bowel movement. I can do that. We're human. Like, this world is so soft. Like, y'all get offended over every little thing. You say something that you don't like. Oh, you're homophobic. Oh, you don't like black women. Oh, you this and that and the third. Like, stop being so soft. It's okay to agree to disagree. Like, shut the hell up, especially y'all in the comments. What's up? This is FaZe. First of all, I want to thank the Most High for doing all he do for us, y'all. 
knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High Booza. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank all my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. I want to thank all my out-of-state people for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Shake it down, shake it down, shake it down, down, shake it down, shake it down, shake it down. Hey y'all, what's up? This face. Hey um, woo. This topic that I'm I'm about to talk about y'all. It's gonna be very disappointing to some of y'all. Especially the one that have children. Um, you know, we walk around here. Now we see this thing they have now about, you know, our, our children getting out of order. Our children being disrespectful. Our children just out wilding. You know, back in the days, you know, we had we had parents that supervise or, you know, make sure your children all right and go tell the parent that what your children did, you know, watching parents. We had a, fa- a village then. You know, if you did something, next door neighbor whoop you, and when you get home, you'll get a whooping from your mom. The village, you know, that's that village. But now, you know, through white white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism, the white man said you can't discipline your child no more. The white man said that you can't do nothing if you tap your child on the on the leg that you get locked up. It's all a jam, y'all. They don't want it to see. They don't want you to discipline their child, your child, because if you discipline your child, your child will be in order. But if you don't discipline your child, your child gonna be locked up and be in a prison system, and they making money off your children because you know the prison system ain't nothing but a, a, a business, a business that hold down black men and Latino men. But all of, but you know, some of the things that you do, you have to be mindful of. Because I tell everybody this: every time I, when my mother was alive, every time I had a problem, every time I have a situation, I sit here and talk to my mother. My mother never doctor feel me. She just said, "Whatever you do, don't be low down." She's been telling me that all my life. Now, we go out here and we got children cussing out adults. We got children saying anything to adults. We got children out here cussing and putting their hands on their parents. 
What's the matter? What's the problem? You know, and then you got parents loving their children so much that they don't even discipline. And then when your children is not disciplined, they out here doing unnecessary things. Putting your hands on your parents, cutting your cut cussing your parents out, or whatever. So I want to tell you something. For all you disrespectful children that put your hand and disrespect your children, we're gonna see what the Bible says, and we're gonna see what the most high say about your business about disrespecting your 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 father and disrespecting your mother i had a i had a little show about how um mayflower floyd mayflower is out there disrespecting his dad that nigga don't know that all that money he got his life getting ready to get destroyed And people out here disrespecting their mothers and stuff. The most high, you ain't going to disrespect your mother. And you're not going to disrespect your father without a consequence. But y'all don't want to believe that. That's why when somebody down the street gets shot in the head, what did he do to get shot in the head? We don't know the realm of the situation. You can't go out here and do all these things. Let's see what the Bible says about disrespectful boys and disrespectful girls. When you disrespect your mother and when you disrespect your father. Pastor ain't told you this, but the watchman gonna show you. Let's go to Exodus 20. Let's go to Exodus 20. And 12. The Bible said, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. This must be really important for this to be in the scripture, and the most I say this in the scripture. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth. So the Most High telling you to honor thy mother and thy father. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Oh, phase, that don't mean that. Oh, phase, that don't mean that. Let's go to another precept there. Let's go to Exodus 21 and 15. 21 and 15. And he that smites his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. What? And he that smites his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. So if you're down feet, if you're a little girl, putting your hands on your mother, if you're a little boy putting your hands on your mother, if you're a little girl putting your hands on your father, if you're a little boy putting your hands on your, your father, 
the Bible said you're going to get put to death. That's what the Bible say. Yeah, y'all, oh, we don't want to believe that. That's the old testament. We don't want to believe that. So why is this important? Precept upon precept. That's the second precept I gave you. Let's scroll down to Exodus 21 and 17. And he that curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. The Bible even say it's surely if you curse at your mother and your father, you will surely get put to death. So why didn't pastor tell y'all that? Why didn't pastor say, you got to love and respect your mama and you got to love and respect your dad? Because all they doing, all they doing is setting you up for failure and setting your children up for failure. Because all your children that being disrespectful, they're going to get put to death according to the scripture. So we want to sit up here and act like this is not happening and that ain't happening. And we wondering why this little child got shot, why this dude got shot, why this dude got shot. Is it a reason that the Most High gave that, that bullet to get shot? Or that stray bullet that hit somebody. You ain't gonna act like you gonna you gonna terrorize and destroy your mother and your father, the person that brought you into this life, and you'll be a burden to them. That's why y'all kids and y'all children, y'all ain't gonna hear this. But when your damn ass die and go to the second death, you wish you would have heard it. Even though your mama, your mama might be a crackhead, you still respect her, believe her alone. Your daddy might be an asshole, you still got to respect him, you can leave him alone. It's a difference, it's a difference between leaving him alone and disrespect. Honor me, respect. But we don't want to see that way. We want to do our thing and act like whatever, whatever coming out is folly. Oh, these scriptures are are not true. So if the most high, if these weren't true, why did the most high put them on here? All these scriptures he put on, why he's specifically talking about what a child should not do with their mothers and with their fathers. But they don't want to listen. That's why half of these young children got to die, man. And your child, if your child sitting up here backlashing you, talking crazy, putting his hands on you, and doing this, anything else, he going to get put to death according to the Bible. So when you go one day and your child get killed, you know why. Let's go to um Matthew... 15 and 3 Matthew 15 I'm going Matthew 15 3 and 4 and this is what Jesus said y'all Yahweh shot 
This is what Jesus, a.k.a. Yahweh Shah, said to y'all clown that be hitting on y'all children, be hitting on your mothers and daddies. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by tradition? For God commands, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. So y'all die, y'all die in loving Jesus, but what did Jesus say about your damn child? But he asked and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by your tradition? For God commandments say, Honor thou father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. So that came out of Jesus' mouth, y'all. So y'all believe in Jesus. Oh, so Jesus didn't say that? Oh, oh, it didn't mean that. It didn't mean that. You taking it out of context. How many, how many precepts that I showed y'all? One, two, three, four. I showed you four precepts already that when you disrespect your mama and your daddy, you will die. But y'all ain't care that. That's why you, the people that are doing that, they having that hard time and they going through these hard brushes in life because you setting, you getting set up to get put to death. So if you ever curse your mother out, if you ever curse your daddy out, or you ever put your hands on your daddy, or you ever put your hands on your mama, you better go and apologize and repent while you living. Because if you continue in this madness, you will surely get put to death. You can drive down a car, you can drive down the road and the tractor truck hit you and you dead. You will surely get put to death. You can be minding your own business and somebody can shoot you in the street. You will surely get put to death. He didn't say how you gonna get put to death. He said surely you get put to death. But we don't wanna see that. So when a little child and an adult, adult get killed or whatever, why is they really getting killed, man? Because death is ordained by the Most High. Nobody can't kill you unless the Most High ordained it to do it. So what's your reason? But we sit up here and want to sit up here and cuss our mothers out? which the Bible tell you not to. We want to sit up here and cuss my daddy out, but the Bible tell you not to. You want to put your hands on your mom and your daddy? That ain't, the Bible said, vengeance is mine, says the Most High. Vengeance is mine, says the Most High. But these clowns sitting up here acting like they stuff don't stink. 
They are like, they're in this fantasy, they're in this fantasy reality world. They're in a fantasy reality, but the reality is a fantasy to them. Hey, that's on them. And they want to sit up here and love your child and not tell your child that you don't get their act straight. They're going to get surely put to death. But you don't believe it. So one day when he gets surely put to death, you'll know why. He could die over a liver. He could die over a heart attack. He could die over anything. But he will surely get put to death. And for all y'all mothers that in love with your children and don't matter if they, what they do and what they say, regardless of how you feel, the Bible said they will surely get put to death. And I'm going to show you an example what the Bible said about surely get put to death. Let's go to um, Deuteronomy 21 and look and listen to what happened in Deuteronomy 21. Deuteronomy 21. Deuteronomy 21 and 18, I think, y'all. Deuteronomy 21 and 18. If a man have a stubborn, a stubborn and rebellious, rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or his mother, and that when they have chastised him, he, he will not hearken unto them. Then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him unto the elders of his city and unto the gate of his place. And they shall say unto the elder of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a gluten and a drunkenness. A gluten he eat up all everything. That's what gluten means. 21. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stone that he die. So shall thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. So that's what they do. This is what the Bible says. And this is one of the things that the Bible says. If your child don't listen and do what he got to do, and you chastise him, and he don't do what he want to do, all he want to do is eat up shit and drink all stuff and be disrespectful, he said, take him to the elders. And they're going to sit him by the gate. And they're going to stone his ass to death. They don't need that evil around. See, if, if, if children were to see other children getting stoned to death like that. And they seen that. You think they'll get themselves together? They don't see Mark Mark done did all these things to their family and gave his mama whole hell and gave his daddy whole hell. Now he better put to death and you sitting up there and looking at him and they stoning this joker to death. You think the other people that see that gonna be disrespectful? 
You think the other people that see that gonna think twice when they talking crazy or want to put their hands on their mothers and daddies and cursing? So this is why y'all need y'all young fellas need to start thinking. Y'all sit up here and talk slick. Y'all sit up here and act like y'all about that life. But when that life come about with God that you never felt, then what you gonna do? Because the most I know how to twist you and turn you all different ways, bro. He know how much he know how to twist you so bad that you don't even know you how that you was you twisted. You just going through it and feeling it. And that's how some of y'all now is. And we got these younger people out here want to be disrespectful, especially in these school systems. So if you are in the school system disrespecting other elders of the school system. We already know you out there doing that to your mom and your daddy. So we already know you're going to get put to death. That's what's going to happen. But we don't want to see that. We don't want to believe that. But that's what happened. These parents had a child and try to chastise him, try to give him in the right set of mind and the right set of space. And he didn't want to listen. They chastised him and chastised him until they couldn't they couldn't handle it no more. So in order to kick him out of the house, which y'all do, y'all kick him out of the house, but you don't kick him out of the house. You put him in front of the elders. The elders let him know, and he get rocked to death. And that clown gone, and that devious spirit is gone away. I want y'all to think about that, man. I want y'all to think, everybody sitting out here disrespecting your parents, I want you to think about that. You sitting up here running off your mouth, saying anything to what your parents are, cussing them out. Honor thy father and thy mother, and your days will be longer. That's why you got young fellas dying out in the street. That's why you got young women dying out in the street, especially black, the black ones and white ones. I mean, the black, the black ones, the black male and the black female. Because you trying to live, you trying to raise your child in white supremacy, KKK and colonialism. And all they do is get them set up for the penitentiary so they can make money off your child. These are the commandments. These are these are the part of 613 law statutes, the commandments that the Most High required us to do that y'all don't want to listen. And they very respectful. And that ain't hard, is it? To respect your mama and daddy. If not, the consequences are. Hey, you better get it right because you don't get it right. The Most High gonna get you right. Because he he didn't put this in here. He didn't just put this in here just to twinkle his tongue or make his ears feel good. He gave us decent and order. And the Most High gave, and the Most High, when we came, when when we came, when our forefathers spread the Red Sea and, and, and we was over there with Moses, the Most High gave us 
the uh, most high gave us uh, a dress code he gave us an eating code he gave us he gave us a livelihood code so we don't, so he gave us these codes that we must do and we got to do them we got to do them regardless Regardless if you ain't going to do it, he said, in the last day, all y'all going to have it in your heart. The righteous and the rest of them going to go to hell. They're going to deal with it. they clowns anyway because they show not to believe. The most I say, you don't believe in him? All right. Kick rocks. All you got to do is kick rocks. But you know, because you kicking rocks don't mean what he said forth in these scriptures is not going to come to pass. Because you because you don't want to bleed, you don't want to bleed that the most high said your child disrespecting you and all that, that he gonna chop his damn throat off and kill him and put to death. You don't want to bleed that, but because you don't want to bleed that don't mean it ain't gonna happen. So y'all young bloods, if you ready to get put to death, keep on doing what you doing. Keep on disrespecting your mother. Keep on putting your hands on your mother. Keep on disrespecting your pops. And keep on and putting your hands on your pops. And see how I'm the most high going to handle you. Peace. Comprised of kings and priests We're keeping up a sock and feast And weeks. ever since the sense of battle We've been falling We used to get in that dirty money That's all clean Better answer the phone when it's calling Spiritual treasure falling like it's falling All kind of yeah. fringes on my body got me drip drip my niggas got it out the mud, we used to flip zips. If I got up on a handy, I'ma sip sip. I ain't talking prescription pills when I stick to the script. I was lost in the sauce, I didn't forget that. I still go back to the block for my people, I give back. Telling crack the pregnant women, my nigga, I did that. Now I'm praying to God, hoping he forgive that. Cause I'm in the truth now, I know you heard that. Fifth and Broadway on the corner where we teach the word at. Ironically, that's the same place we used to serve packs. Had no love for my people, but I had to purge that. The scriptures are for us, bias like it's food, boo. The blood of your house was shy like a Subaru. Shout out to Haiti Levi with that boo-hoo. We got it popping now. Boo-hoo. I put the blue ribbon on the seats. You have a shot. Lama got in the front of peace. We a nation comprised of kings and priests. We're keeping up a sock and feast and weeks. Ever since the sense of Adam, we've been falling. Fuse getting that dirty money, not talk clean. Better answer the phone when he's calling. Spiritual treasure falling like it's falling. Yeah, yeah.
in the seas. You have a shot like a god in the Prince of Peace. We a nation comprised of kings and priests. We're keeping up a sock and feast. And we've ever since the sense of battle, we've been falling. Views getting that dirty, but they not all clean. Better answer the phone when it's calling. Spiritual treasure falling like it's falling. Yeah, yeah. one information. I'm going to begin today by discussing the civil rights offenses that stem from the falsification of a search warrant. We allege that these offenses resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. These charges focus on the conduct of the Louisville Metro Police Department's Place-Based Investigations Unit. In the first indictment filed today, we allege that in early 2020, that unit was investigating suspected drug trafficking in the west end of Louisville. On March 12, 2020, officers from that unit sought five search warrants they claimed were related to the suspected drug trafficking. Four of those warrants targeted properties in the west end where that activity was allegedly occurring. A fifth search warrant was for Brianna Taylor's home, which was approximately 10 miles away from the west end. The federal charges announced today allege that members of the Place-Based Investigations Unit falsified the affidavit used to obtain the search warrant of Ms. Taylor's home, that this act violated federal civil rights laws, and that those violations resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. Specifically, we allege that Ms. Taylor's Fourth Amendment rights were violated when defendants Joshua Jaynes, Kyle Meany, and Kelly Goodlett sought a warrant to search Ms. Taylor's home knowing that the officers lacked probable cause for the search. We allege that the defendants knew the affidavit in support of that warrant contained false and misleading information and that it omitted material information. Among other things, the affidavit falsely claimed that officers had verified that the target of the alleged drug trafficking operation had received packages at Ms. Taylor's address. In fact, defendants Jaynes and Goodlett knew that was not true. We further allege that defendants Jaynes and Meany knew the search warrant would be carried out by armed LMPD officers and that conducting that search could create a dangerous situation for anyone who happened to be in Ms. Taylor's home. As outlined in the charging documents, the officers who ultimately carried out the search at Ms. Taylor's department were not involved in the drafting of the warrant and were unaware of the false and misleading statements it contained. When those officers executed the search warrant, Ms. Taylor was at home with another person who was in lawful possession of a handgun. When officers broke down the door to Ms. Taylor's apartment, that person, believing that intruders were breaking in, immediately fired one shot, hitting the first officer at the door. Two officers immediately fired a total of 22 shots into the apartment. One of those shots hit Ms. Taylor in the chest and killed her. We allege that the defendants knew their actions in falsifying the affidavit could create a dangerous situation, and we allege these unlawful acts resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. The charges announced today also allege that the officers responsible for falsifying the affidavit that led to the search took steps to cover up their unlawful conduct after Ms. Taylor was killed. We allege that defendants Jaynes and Goodlett conspired to knowingly falsify an investigative document 
that was created after Ms. Taylor's death. We also allege that they conspired to mislead federal, state, and local authorities who were investigating the incident. For example, we allege that in May 2020, those two defendants met in a garage where they agreed to tell investigators a false story. This indictment separately alleges that defendant Meany lied to the FBI during its investigation of this matter. Another indictment filed today alleges that after Ms. Taylor was shot, another LMPD officer, defendant Brett Hankison, moved from the doorway to the side of her apartment and fired 10 more shots through a window and a sliding glass door, both of which were covered with blinds and curtains. Defendant Hankison has been charged with two civil rights offenses, alleging that he willfully used unconstitutionally excessive force while acting in his official capacity as an officer. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark will speak more about that aspect of the case. As in any case, the charges we announced today are allegations, and all defendants are presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. Before I close, I want to thank Assistant Attorney General Clark, her team in the Civil Rights Division, and the case agents at the FBI for their tireless work on this case. We share, but we cannot fully imagine, the grief felt by Brianna Taylor's loved ones and all of those affected by the events of March 13th, 2020. Brianna Taylor should be alive today. The Justice Department is committed to defending and protecting the civil rights of every person in this country. That was this department's founding purpose, and it remains our urgent mission. Attorney General Clark. Assistant Attorney General Clark. Since the founding of our nation, the Bill of Rights to the United States Constitution has guaranteed that all people have a right to be secure in their homes, free from false warrants, unreasonable searches, and the use of unjustifiable and excessive force by the police. Breonna Taylor should have awakened in her home as usual on the morning of March 13th, 2020. Tragically, she did not. She was just 26 years old. As Attorney General Garland just stated, today's indictments allege that Louisville Police Detective Joshua Jaynes and Sergeant Kyle Meany drafted and approved what they knew was a false affidavit to support a search warrant for Ms. Taylor's home. That false affidavit set in motion events that led to Ms. Taylor's death when other LMPD officers executed that warrant. The Fourth Amendment of the Constitution ensures that people are subject to searches only when there is probable cause supporting a search warrant. Falsified warrants create unnecessary hazards for the public and for the police who rely on facts that fellow officers report in carrying out their public duties. The indictment alleges that by preparing a false affidavit to secure a search warrant for Breonna Taylor's homes, defendants Jaynes and Meany willfully deprived Breonna Taylor of her constitutional right to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures. 
And we allege that Ms. Taylor's death resulted from that violation. In a separate indictment, the grand jury charges former LMPD detective Brett Hankison with using unconstitutionally excessive force during the raid on Ms. Taylor's home. Without a lawful objective justifying the use of deadly force, defendant Hankison traveled away from Ms. Taylor's doorway to the side of the building and fired 10 shots into Breonna Taylor's apartment through a bedroom window and a sliding glass door that were both covered with blinds and curtains. Community safety dictates that police officers use their weapons only when necessary to defend their own lives or the lives of others, and even then, that they must do so with great care and caution. Today's indictment alleges that Hankinson's use of excessive force violated the rights of Brianna Taylor and her guest, and also of her neighbors whose lives were endangered by bullets that penetrated into their apartment. Attorney General Garland often underscores that at the Justice Department, we are to follow the facts and the law. And today, after a full and comprehensive investigation, the facts and law have brought us here to these indictments. I want to commend our team who spent hundreds of hours gathering facts regarding this tragedy. No stone was left unturned. These indictments reflect the department's commitment to preserving the integrity of the criminal justice system and to protecting the constitutional rights of every American. Independent from these criminal charges, a separate team from the Justice Department Civil Rights Division is conducting a civil investigation into whether the Louisville Metro Police Department is engaging in a pattern or practice of law enforcement misconduct. We're looking at whether the LMPD uses excessive force, improper searches, or racially discriminatory policing. That ongoing investigation is separate from today's charges. In closing, I extend condolences to Breonna Taylor's family and loved ones. Today, we acknowledge the loss of her life. We recognize her dignity and recommit ourselves to the pursuit of justice. Um, two questions, really just two. Um, I was wondering if you could just elaborate a little bit on sort of the top line things that you're finding in the pattern of practice investigation so far. And secondly, this question's for the AG. Um, with Brittany Griner's trial likely wrapping up shortly in Russia, do you expect Ms. Griner and Trevor Reed to be traded for Victor Bell? And do you support such an exchange? Do you expect other prisoner swaps? Three questions. You know I was counting. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll take the second question. All I can say is, as the Secretary of State has said, that Ms. Greiner uh, was unlawfully uh, detained. Uh, and beyond that, I really can't comment. I'm going to let um, Assistant Attorney General Clark answer the question about the pattern or practice investigation. Our investigation in our pattern or practice investigation into the police department is ongoing. Our team has been on the ground conducting interviews with stakeholders, members of the police department, engaging in ride-alongs, uh, reviewing documents and data. Uh, we will share more once that investigation has concluded.
Yes, thank you. Um, the none of the uh, the only officer in Louisville who has faced charges locally was acquitted, and that's Brett Hankinson. Did the uh, Justice Department feel compelled uh, to step in, in part because they, you believe justice was not served on the local level? And do you believe the fact that uh, prosecutors did not charge any of the officers except Hankinson, and he uh, was cleared of those charges, will make your case more difficult? Um, the Justice Department brings charges, uh, including charges where uh, they've been brought before, when we believe uh, substantial federal interests have not been vindicated and need to be vindicated. This case charges uh, violations of federal offenses. Obviously, the state did not, um, and that explains our de determination in this case. Do you think it would make more difficult, though, that this, the, this uh, I guess it was acquitted and the other folks were not charged? I, I have every uh, degree of confidence in our prosecutors and, and investigators in this case. Catherine here at CBS News. Attorney General, was there a piece of evidence or a witness that really drove the department's decision to fast-track the Breonna Taylor case? Well, this investigation has been uh, going on um, uh, urgently. It's run by career prosecutors and investigators. Uh, it's a complex case, uh, as you can even tell by the uh, three charging documents we filed today. And uh, today is the day when we were ready to bring those charges. Could a news of day question? Um, the grand jury here in Washington has issued subpoenas for top members of the Trump administration. Is there a window to bring charges in that investigation before the midterms? This is something I can't comment about. I'm sorry. Mr. Attorney General, uh, does, the, does Donald Trump, as a former president, have any ability to block testimony of, witness, excuse me, of witnesses who are testifying in a criminal grand jury investigation by asserting executive privilege? No. Uh I'm afraid I'm going to give you the same answer I just gave, which is I'm, I'm not uh, able to comment about that. Thank you. Does any you. former president? Okay. All right, thank you. And is evil spoken of because of that? Are you aware, and I know you are, of what the government did to Martin Luther King Jr. when Martin Luther King Jr saw the government spending billions of dollars to prosecute a war in Vietnam, taking money away from poor people in America? Are you aware of what the government did? Are you aware that the Tonkin Gulf Resolution that brought America fully into the Vietnam War was based on a lie? that caused a half a million American soldiers to be sent into Vietnam to die on the base of a lie? Do you realize how wicked government has been in the execution of their official duties? That Americans, black and white and brown, could be used as guinea pigs? Mm -hmm for this experiment or that experiment? Do you understand that there is a day of reckoning for all of this? And if you don't come down on the side of right, where will your future be? You just can't think for yourself and your little children at home. You gotta think of all of the children that are deprived. All that cry out for justice. 
you can't speak for your church. Well, I'm a Baptist. I only speak for the Baptist. And the Methodists are suffering. Brothers and sisters, Martin Luther King became a universal man with universal feelings for the hurt of all those who suffer. And that's what makes him great. He died, was assassinated, tired. He was implored by some, come and march with the garbage people of Memphis. Now think over the circumstance of his death. Lofty though the man was, Nobel Prize winner, he died fighting for the rights of garbage workers. And government plotted his death while they were sitting and talking with him. They bugged his rooms. They called him to Washington and told him, we have tapes of some of your quote unquote indiscretion and we will reveal it to your wife. Think about that. Hoover, no wonder they named a vacuum cleaner. could discover the dirt and was dirt himself. I don't wish to engage in slander. <laughs> yes, it is true. But even truth used improperly is slanderous. The man is dead and he's gone. But he was a purveyor and a seeker of filth. And he maintained his power by knowing the evil of people and holding it over their heads. So when he went to Dr. King, who was a man of principle, he didn't say he was Jesus. He didn't run on a platform, hear me, follow me, I am the Christ. Did he? No. And there's nobody in this room, starting with myself, that doesn't have something in our life that we are ashamed of. And we would feel terrible if somebody dug around where we had left some dirt in a corner and came and showed the world our dirt. So now this is getting to the point of being ridiculous because the scripture says all have fallen short of the glory of God. Paul in his writing said Jews and Gentiles, they're all under sin. There's none righteous. No, 
Not one. Now either Paul knew something or he was lying on Jews and Gentiles. Now don't call me anti-Semite now. Go read Paul. So to approach Martin Luther King and tell him we're going to expose you then write letters to him hoping that Martin Luther King would be weak enough to commit suicide mm. trying to force him to kill himself this is government and when Martin Luther King said you do what you have to do I'm going on and do what God bids me That's to do right. and because Martin Luther King stood against the war in Vietnam. He lost friendship, didn't he? He lost some of those brothers who were close to him. He lost a lot of people that were with him when he was loving everybody. But when he became unpopular with government, he was no longer good. You see? So don't worry about labels. You could have gotten a, a, a better speaker for your Martin Luther King day than that to Louis Farrakhan. No, they got a good speaker for their day. this morning to come I was thinking about us who are preachers 
who can quote the Psalms. The Lord is my strength and he is my salvation. Of whom then shall I fear? Of whom then shall I be made afraid? But then when the enemy comes and challenges his words, we find him weakening, running away, leaving the sheep to be eaten by the wolves. That's why Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. Any man in leadership that is not willing to give his life for the flock that supports him and feeds him and clothes him is not worthy of being a leader. Many in leadership today are willing to take a little money. It grieves me to see how many of us will sell out the future of our people for a little money that allows us to get an upgrade in our automobile or an upgrade in our suit or shoes. And I ask myself the question, when will corruptible put on incorruptible? Because all corruption is an enemy of the progress of man. All corruption, all deviation from honesty and integrity. You say, well, Farrakhan, I mean, my God, what are you saying? I'm saying that if you loved God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loved your brother as yourself, nobody could give you enough money to make you betray yourself as well as your brother or sister. When I first started rebuilding the nation of Islam, in Chicago, a man came to me and said, Farrakhan, everybody got a price. I wondered who he had met. That everybody that he knew had a price. I said, but this man don't have a friend. Nowhere. Because a friend will never betray his friend. How many in this audience 
have been called by the government authorities and told to lie because they wanted a certain person and if you lied they would make it easier for you in your sentence how many of us have sold out to get a lighter sentence and made your brother who was innocent a victim of the justice system that is unjust by telling lies. I'm talking to you like this. I didn't have, I have some notes that I put down, but I haven't opened it. Because this is not a day 10, 10, 15. Hell no. If this is a day and we come out and go back to doing what we were doing before we got here, then this is all vanity. This is vanity. But vanity is the work of someone who's wrapped up in himself. We have no time for vain expression. Those whom the world honors are those who live for others. And in their death, they are never dead. There's always someone coming up to refer to their greatness because they lived for others and their living was not in vain. Let's go to what um, Mistel said about Herschel Walker on MSNBC. Here it is. It's going to be a close election in Georgia because Walker is has the backing of the Republicans. Now you ask, why are Republicans backing this man who's so clearly unintelligent, who so clearly doesn't have independent thoughts? But that's actually the reason. Walker's right. going to do what he's told. And that's what Republicans like. That's what Republicans want from their Negroes to do what they're told. And Walker presents exactly as a person who lacks independent thoughts, lacks an independent agenda, lacks an independent ability to grasp policies, and he's just gonna go in there and vote like Mitch McConnell tells him to vote. Okay, Mr. basically called Herschel Walker a dumb Negro. I had to take no lies there. Here's what Herschel Walker said in response. Good morning. You know, a lot of people have been asking me to say something about the man on MSNBC that called me the N-word. Here's what I got to say about that. Shame on MSNBC and shame on him. I'm going to pray for both of them because they need Jesus. When I saw what he said, it reminded me of the differences between myself and my opponents. Senator Warnock and the left-wing crazy that believe America is fundamentally a bad country full of racist people. I mean, you were struggling with that fundamentally, brother, but you got it out, Herschel. Proud of you. Okay. So, obviously, uh, nobody called Herschel Walker the N-word because Negro is not the N-word. Now, I don't think Herschel Walker knows the difference 
I really don't. I'm not being hyperbolic here. I think Herschel Walker believes the word Negro is the N-word. Okay? All right. Um, the same week, Walker went on Fox News and continued to lie about various issues that we've all highlighted right here on Indisputable. Here it is. Why would you commit to October 16th? Well, one of the first things you got to think about, a debate is for the people, not for any press or sure. for any uh, uh, political party. He keeps talking about debates because he don't want to talk about his terrible record. Within a week of you getting the nomination, uh, outcomes, revelations about three children, they say you haven't acknowledged in the past. We know about your son, Christian. What about the three others? I've acknowledged my other kids. And the thing, I didn't acknowledge them here because, and now my, uh, my daughter, uh, uh, people have seen her at some of the functions I've been at. My two youngest kids, I'm not going to acknowledge them because I don't want them to be under any kind of scrutiny. Are you involved in their lives? Oh, I've always been involved in their life. They're, they're my, those little boys, I love them to death, and they know that their dad loves them, and that's what counts. What about your work with the FBI? You said in the past you worked for the FBI. Did you? No, I never said I worked with the FBI. I said I worked with, I've been to the FBI, trained with the FBI, which I did. You talked about the air and China's air and our air. I was good air inside of Florida over to China, bad air. <laughs> so when China gets out good air, that bad air gotta move. And what did you mean by that? You know that is very simple. We have clean air here. China do not have clean air. And I said, we're doing our part. As I said, what Brother Mistel said on MSNBC, I detected no lies, okay? Now, um, Herschel Walker is still competitive. Herschel Walker could actually become a US senator. Make no mistake about it. With all of his problems and lack of capacity to govern and all of the leaked emails from his own campaign that says this guy lies so much we don't believe him anymore. He is still within striking distance to win the Senate seat out of Georgia. Adrian, thoughts on this? Well, you know, Herschel Walker's gonna Herschel Walker, and Herschel Walker has been doing him for whatever years he's been alive. So I don't really blame Herschel Walker for being, you know, unintelligent and also um, just a walking, you know, hypocrisy-laden lie. But I definitely do blame those who are Georgia voters who are actually invested in this man and uplifting him and putting him in a position of power to have say over the Senate and their representation in our congressional system. I think that that is the problem and that yeah. is the scary part. The thought that they, number one, think that they can control this person who can't even control their mouth is also foolish. It's like, why would you do this? It's, it's absolutely ignorant just so you can maintain some sense of white supremacy. Well, guess what? It is going to backfire on you because if you think that this man has any sense and is going to listen for even a, a, a small amount of time, God bless you because I have what beachfront property in Utah to sell you. You don't have any sense and you need to be smarter when it comes to your future, your livelihood, social security, everything that'll be wrapped up in how we move forward in this nation. God, put your white supremacy aside. Ain't nobody got time. Lying ass, Herschel Walker. Hey, y'all. What's up? This is FaZe. Hey, man. I want y'all to listen to the stupidest, the dumbest, the stupidest, the dumbest black women I ever heard in my life. There's some stupid, dumb black women out here, but this the stupidest. The dumbest out of state. When y'all hear women like this, 
This is why America, most of the American women are messed up. But these two are the stupidest and the dumbest. And they always trying to act like they running at that paper chase. But in reality, you hear what I'm saying. Already hot because I want to go off on somebody. Okay. Okay. So I'm minding my business. Like we always do. I don't bother nobody. No, we don't. And this morning I had to go somewhere and take care of some business. Okay, okay. So the radio is on and I'm listening to the radio as I'm bagging out of the driveway. Okay. And I hear Steve Harvey say some things. And I had to stop at the end of the driveway. Okay, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Now, in case y'all don't know, Steve Harvey is a radio show host. Um, he had he he is the host of Family Feud. Right. And I think he has another show out there. He used to have a talk show, but they pulled him off of the national syndicated show and they put him over there on Facebook. Okay. So I guess he think he's still doing good. All right. But if they let all our people see us on Facebook, we'd be doing good too. That's right. If you, not better. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Okay. So he said some things and it really got up underneath my skin. So mm -hmm. it got up underneath my skin. I'm like, you know what? I was going to tweet. You know, that Twitter gets you in trouble. Yeah. Like yeah. that tweet, that'll get you, in get you in trouble real quick. Yeah. So I had to calm myself. And so I said, I'm going to have to get this mofo right Straight. here on Frank's speech. I'm going to okay. have to sure. All right. But I want you, because you may think, Diamond, mean, you all in your feelings, you all in your feelings, you all in your feelings. I'm not all in my feelings, okay. but I have feelings and I do feel for people that listen to him because he's an influencer. And so we got to get some things straight now. Yeah, okay. you got to call all some right. things so, out. So, so Logan, can you play the cut with Steve Harvey? Clip one. Play clip one for me. We tired. We sick and tired. Stop asking us to be patient. Stop telling us you working on it. We tired of you working on it. We want it now. We wanted it yesterday. We wanted it 400 years ago. But see, the problem seems to me is you can't get slavery out your system. And so now instead of getting it out your system, you try to remove it from your history books. That way you trying to act like this new generation don't need to know what you did because you know what you did wasn't right. So now you're trying to find a way to do that. And now you're affecting our voting rights. Excuse me. Vote, vote, vote. But then when we vote, you don't like the results of the election. So now you're going to stop us from voting. What you doing, man? What is this country really about? Are you serious? Have you read the Constitution that your forefathers wrote? Have you bothered to sit down and read the words out loud? Because we have. And that's why we don't care about standing. And that's why we care about kneeling. Because we're trying to get you to understand that we want that piece of paper to mean for us the same thing it means for you. But you won't allow that to happen because you didn't mean it in the first place. You keep telling me how great your forefathers were, but I don't see it. Your forefathers brought us over here. And they ain't never said I'm sorry for that. And then you bring up these 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 people like Larry Elder who do your bidding and sit up here and slay that reparations should be given to white folks because white folks lost their property which was slavery and we supposed to understand because slavery was legal you got him saying that for you this fool which further makes you all a-okay. And then you keep using the old adage that slavery existed because there were Africans that sold people into slavery. Here's what you don't know that I know from being spending a lot of time in Africa. When African nations captured African nations during war and they made each other slaves, 
you became a slave to the new country, which allowed you to work your way into becoming a citizen. And if you didn't want to be a part of it, then you were in prison. That's what slavery was. So when you came over here and told them that you wanted slaves in exchange for this, they had no idea what you were doing because nobody made the return voyage back to explain to them what was really going on. Uh-oh. You didn't think we know that? But then I think you do know we know that because you're trying to get it out the book so we can never read it. We sick of this shit. Take your constitution because it ain't really worth a damn to us. Thank you. Okay, now, so, yes. so I was real disgusted. Yeah, and, and, you, and, and you know that when constitution, uh -huh. when you start talking about the constitution, for me, uh -huh. that, that right there, that, that, I, I believe in our constitution. Most I believe definitely. in our constitution. Yes. Now he wanted he wanted to think that he got the story straight uh -huh. when it comes to the black people selling black people into slavery. And I'm not about to make this about race. I'm just about to tell what I think. Okay. So if you get offended, go to the back of the other. Hey y'all, I keep on trying to tell y'all out of state. These old, these chicks right here, I don't know why people listen to them. I don't know why. That's why I say a bunch of mush, mush women. That's why they got to go on the back of the bus. That's why they ain't got no man. That's why you got all these idiots want to act like they got it going on. But they ain't nothing but stupid fools, y'all. Two black women, not attractive. Need to be in the weight room, running around the track, but they ain't got no man, and they ain't, they ain't that attractive. They got got a whole lot of this. Yes, and yes, have yes. a seat back there with them. Yes. That's the, uh, and offended. That's uh -huh. right. But what I want people to understand, Steve Harvey act like he was sold into slavery 400 years ago. How old is Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey is what what age? Steve Harvey is about 60 some years, years old. So you weren't living about 400 and some years ago, Mr. Uh, come Steve on, come Harvey. On. Okay, right. all right. And you want to make us think that you don't talk to the Africans so they justify why black people sold black people into slavery. Uh -huh. You was the same man that set up on See, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Everybody is always out of state. It's always some old hearty ass women. Always Want to sit up here? They don't. You already. If you listen to them, they ain't even got it up here. They just want to be on here just to sit up here and make some noise, mush, mush noise. And you got fools listen to them. Oh, Faye, you listening to them? Well, hey, I checked them out on. They used to be on TV talking about I love Donald Trump and all this and all this. You know what I'm saying? And um. They tried to do all that and tried to ju justify what happened with the Tuskegee experiment. Uh -huh. And I don't know why people, especially black people, still sit up and listen to this big lip fool uh -huh. because he yeah. called Larry Elder. See, now she want to call people names. So, Faith, why you calling her name? That's why she got on fake hair. The other one got red hair, looking like a, a a baboon. And you look at they mouth. These are the women that you never want to mess with. You know what I'm saying? Because they they ain't got no man, and they they seem like they want to. They they might as well marry each other. You know what I'm saying? And th this is what we get them out of state. We get women like this. 
that want to backlash our history, that want to act like when somebody trying to speak up for our history, that got a little platform that they want to push them back. They want to sit the black man down and then they want to call him name. Look at her. She need a little Jenny Craig. Oh, God. So I might as well go ahead on and give him one. Uh -huh. yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey. It's Diamond and Silk. Uh -huh. Listen. Listen. We still have a patriot out there fighting for the integrity of the 2020 election. Uh -huh. So we must support him. That's right. Now that's Mike Lindell. Mm -hmm. So I want you to head over there to MyPillow.com, purchase anything on the site, mm -hmm. and make sure you use code DS. See, what they do is, y'all, you know when Farrakhan say, you know, you got people that sell out your people for a couple of dollars, this what these trash do. These are some trashy women. That's why I said, I never... Ever, 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 ever heard no trashy woman like this. You know, they are so dang on trashy that they don't make sense. All they doing is somebody told them, I'll give you X amount of money to say X amount of things, and then they go out there and act like they're important. They ain't got no adjectives, they ain't got no verb, and they ain't got no wordplay. You know what I'm saying? They sit up here and act like they know what they talking about. These are some coon clowns. These are those niggas on that nag. Those are the niggas on that nag. These are. Because that's all they do, man. When a white man want them to do something, they go out and give them a couple of dollars, then they go whoring. They go whoring they go whoring off that dollar to put them people down. And then they act like they, the shh. Like they say, they won't tell about Steve Harvey got big lip. Look at her. She fat as hell. She need to go in the weight room. Wearing wigs, fake. And wearing all that fake stuff. Now you take all that fake stuff off and you look like a bamboo. A bamboo. A bamboo, a dang old gorilla, a monkey. The diamond girl looked like a monkey. The other girl looking like a damn gorilla. That's what they do, man. These some clowns right here. I keep telling y'all this. That's why I put these clowns out here for y'all to hear. And, we, and, and and don't get me wrong, a lot of more women are just like that and got that spirit like them, y'all. A lot of black women sell out their people over a couple of dollars. Because this man talking about our people and how they try to change, take the history away from what happened to our forefathers, right? And then they want to justify and turn it into something else. All he was trying to say is they're trying to take our history and throw it to the side so the younger generation don't know what the white folks did to our people and you got two clowns like this talking about something else 21 that's called ds21 go to my and whatever they representing y'all whatever they representing y'all if y'all representing them clowns y'all clown too because them are some doggone stupid, hardy women clowns. 